Man, after that first movie, it feels like we could use a vacation. Unfortunately, it's a vacation to Florida. I made a kitchen tonight on the gay orchestra, yoga, and rocket, blah, 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 blah. You wanted to see more of these characters, so it's another gay sequel. I'm not doing that over. But because the movie killed off 75% of their cast and replaced them with different actors, my usual friends have been replaced as well with other panelists from Better Podcasts. First up, don't say replacement, say upgrade. It's Amelia. Hi, everyone! My name is Schmo Pogan, and I am the voice of the most awesome podcast ever. And all my opinions are super important, and I can be found at the Nefarious Navigator on Instagram. Full disclaimer, I've never actually listened to Joe Rogan speak, so I don't know if that's how he talks, but I assumed he would just be really loud. You're not wrong. So, anyways... <laughs> Next up, technically the original is still in their trailer if you need them. It is Rogue. Hello everybody. My name is Ben Shapiro and frankly I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> you can find me on some random ass Twitch channel, I guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's let's give a taste of this film before we get into the main course. Last time, our four friends, Jason Biggs, Nico, Griffin, Jared, made a pact to lose their virginity before they went off to college. This time, they're going to Florida for spring break to compete in a Miss Gaze Gone Wild competition to see if they can sleep with the most guys over spring break. But the real focuses are the relationships. Will Jason Biggs leave his whore life behind for love? Will Griffin, Jared find out... Figure out this whole poly open dynamic they desire. Will Nico find out how to fuck a mermaid? All of these, plus the offensive jokes and humors you're here for. Uh, so stick around for another gay sequel. Or, you know, go watch it if you haven't seen it yet. There's a bit of spoilers and all that stuff. So, uh, <laughs> I don't get to say this often. Uh, what did y'all think of this film? This film made me regret coming out of the closet. I just wanted it to be over. The whole time, I just wanted it to be over. I, like, after watching this film, feel like the straightest I have ever been. <laughs> How do you think it improved or deproved on the original? Um... That's a loaded question. Yes, it is. <laughs> I liked the crab song. I guess that was an improvement. <laughs> that made me laugh. <laughs> what about the ending credit gonorrhea song? They I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> they literally just wrote a song for every STI. I mean, you gotta learn it somehow, right? Oh, okay. Uh, get this over with as soon as we can. Got it. Um, so I want to get your opinions on something, because to me this film seems uh, a little bit scattered, and I, I think it's because in the first film they all had the same goal, and we followed how each one approached that goal and their challenges along the way. This film essentially has four different main plots going, and try to give each one as much time and importance along with other subplots in addition to that, and miniature jokes and callbacks. Uh, is that kind of a fair reading? Mm, 
I I guess so. Um I mean, they did their best to try and like keep the dynamic between Jason Biggs and his dad going. Even that kind of like ambiguous, incestuous although in this movie it's not very ambiguous. It's just I mean, they literally have incestuous furry sex. Straight up incest. Like, everything that the first movie was content to leave at, like, 8 or 9.5, this movie took all the way up to, like, 15. (laughs) And that's on a scale of 1 to 10. Like, this movie is too much. (laughs) At the same time, for me, like, I felt like this movie was, you know not as over the top at least as far as like the scenarios like beside dream sequence aside because that's not in reality uh the reality that we see is much more kind of realistic versus sort of like all the dynamics in the first movie yeah i'll give it that i'll give it that um <clears throat> i think yeah, some of the scenarios were a lot more realistic. I mean, the getting crabs while on spring break thing, it, that's a thing that I guess happened in, like, the 90s, 2000s. I haven't heard of anyone having linked to that like, in our generation, but, like... I, <laughs> you heard I guess, it here first, crabs are extinct. Are they really? I don't know. That's so funny since the universe tends to evolve everything into crabs. <laughs> Crab people. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, like, some of the plot lines in this movie are more based in reality. Like, I can see a gay couple going to Florida for a gay spring break and, like, totally forgetting to negotiate a set of play rules before they go and like having an absolute bad time of it and having to like negotiate all this shit in the middle of their vacation. That's totally realistic. Yeah. But like at the same time, there's a mermaid in the pool. Is it a mermaid though? He has no butthole. He's a mermaid. You see his butt though. Yeah. You can have a butt and no hole. Name 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 one creature with a butt and no hole. Uh, the mermaid in the pool at Fort Lauderdale. That's my guess. <laughs> Do platypuses have buttholes? Also, is it platypuses or platypusi? I don't know. Platypusi. Platypusi. <laughs> yeah, those guys. They probably have no butthole but a butt because they're fucking weird. Dan Pavanmeyer, they, they don't if you're have. They, to this, please tell us what the plural of platypus is. They do not have a but. They might not have a butthole, but they do have a platypusy. Get out! Uh, get out! Get uh. out! <laughs> I did not sign up for this. I'm, <laughs> I'm just gonna take a. I knew what I was getting into. I'm That's just gonna take fine. a take a wild stab going off of our conversation so far and uh just say that i don't think you two like this film um to quote i think all of our notes on this movie i hate this i hate this i hate this oh god there's 40 minutes left why am i still watching this i hate this i hate this (laughs) 
I like how all three of us reached a point in our notes where we were just like, I hate this. I'm like is ready for this over? to be done. And the funniest part to me is that at the end of the movie, they're like, this is going to be a trilogy. And you're like, fucking no. bet. Please no. <laughs> fucking bet. Let's see another gay threequel. Let's go. It'd be called another gay freeway. I bet you won't. I bet you won't. You know what? It's 2022, the year of the of the requel. Oh God! Oh my God! No! 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 What we're gonna see is another gay movie redux. (laughs) Oh God! We have the film one. (laughs) Can we just have the director's cut of this movie and call it over? Um. Is there anything Can that we just, you... just, like, take Mink Stole from the first movie and call that the second movie? <laughs> I think that's called Eating at Five. <laughs> ah. Um, is there anything that you did like about this movie? Uh, something that you maybe not would watch the entire film again for, but maybe clip out and rewatch every now and then to make you chuckle or something. I mean, I love Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. It's one of my favorite movies of all time, so I personally was a fan of the uh, the reference to it. When I think, what is it, Jared 2.0 says, like, I cut my foot earlier and my shoe's filling up with blood. That made me laugh. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I love that they gave Amanda Lepore an excuse to take out her titties. That's always welcome. This is our right. second sighting of Amanda Lepore in a in this podcast. Only our second time. That's kind of amazing. How have we not seen more of Amanda Lepore already? She's I, an icon. I do not know. We need we need more of that. Um What path do you think the sequel to another game movie should have gone? Mm. I mean it's kind of hard to do the Florida vacation without straying into Eating Out 5 territory. To be clear, Eating Out 5 came out after this movie. Huh. So technically, this was the original. Not not the original, See, that but just, like... That just fucks with my brain. I know, Eat, yeah. Eating Out 1 came out before... <clears throat> Uh, another gay movie, but Eating Out 5 came out after the series had ended. I think... I'm, star- I'm starting to think that the whole, like, open weekend Florida gaycation plotline is just, like, doomed to be yeah. bad movie. Until we I... come up with our own movie. Welcome to another to edition of this podcast, but let's go. <laughs> no, I'm joking. We aren't doing that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I personally like, I mean, if they're going to fucking rip off American Pie for the first movie, they might as well have done it for the second movie, too. Just keep it simple. All of them are coming back home from all going to different colleges. Jared and Griff are broken up. Um etc etc like it just you know they should have just gone that route i guess instead of the florida vacation the florida vacation was weird see one of the things for me is i didn't really like the opening uh for two like two reasons uh it just felt like really excessive the way they 
they uh, explained away like the new actors when they they yeah. literally could have just had them all coming back from college and be like, oh my god, you've changed, lol, you know, and just yeah, like, that would have been perfect. <laughs> I got uh, a facelift, a hair transplant, and a new body. And there's also the line they they say about like uh, how like their managers all all said that you know they don't want to, they didn't want them to get a reputation of only acting in gay films or something like that. I'm paraphrasing. Um, and as, as we know now, uh, and as they probably knew then, that's being very, uh, kind of deceptive on, like, the actual circumstances, and most likely the actors themselves just didn't want to return, but they're blaming the managers for it, which is kind of sh- yeah. crappy. Like, managers are, by no means, are angels, but, like... Blaming them for something that they probably already knew since the actors, like, most of the actors didn't go to, like, festivals or promote the film or something like that. It's just kind of, it's just kind of dirty. Um, honestly, I feel I, like there's so many more clever ways to do a fourth wall break than to just, like, Wizard of Oz a whole bunch of corny deaths and then to have Nico wake up and just be like... And you were there, and you were there, and you were there, but you all look different, but now you're hot. And this is apparently, like, the only way they could get back in, like, muffler and stuff for cameos. And it just feels, like, kind of cheap, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, why wasn't muffler on Florida vacation with them? Because like, it's guys wasn't it only. it supposed to be her party to begin I mean, with? That, was... that would have actually been really funny if they'd had that at any point in the movie. Like, just a whole, like, you know, maybe Muffler is on the beach too, just on, like, a super, like, lesbian, you know, group, and then there's, like, some interaction between the two of them. They could have done, like, a heavyweights where there's, like, the lesbian side of the beach and the gay side of the beach, and they're having kind of, like, parallel adventures. Yeah, that would have been great. I would have loved that. Yeah. Go back in time and do that. I want want lesbians versus gays, like, in the lesbian gay games. Lesbian gay games. Right? It would have been, like, like a... I know we said we weren't going to do this this episode, but, like... But here it would we go. have been really interesting <laughs> to have like a like a battle of the sexes sort of scenario. Yeah, I think that would have been really funny, especially in like, the 2000s. That would have fit well, right in. Like a who reigns supreme, the lesbians or the gays? Because let's be honest, they, they, let's be honest, uh, they they didn't really do anything with the Miss Gays Gone Wild competition, like it kind of it's one of those things where it's like you take it out. And, like, you still have, like, the plots they were going for. It was just kind of, like, an excuse to kind of, um, I guess, reward them at the end. Or at least reward Nico at the end. But it was kind of unnecessary, like, altogether. You know what I mean? Like, if we hadn't have had the, you know, games or whatever, Gays Gone Wild games, like, um, that... It would have, you could have still kept the exact same plot. It would have just been eating out open weekend. <laughs> this came out before eating out open weekend. I know it did, but like, what? That's what I'm saying. Like, you could have just had the conflict of the open relationship because it's you know a couple on vacation. 
could have had the same thing of, you know, Nico not getting laid and feeling bummed out about and all that stuff. Like, all of those same plot points and conflicts and all that stuff would have been able to be ex- executed just as effectively without the, the games. Right. And because of the games... If we, we got rid of if we got rid of Gays Gone Wild, then how would we give Lady Bunny and RuPaul their paychecks? Yes, and how would we support human trafficking? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. You're right, you're right. RuPaul... <laughs> really needs his paychecks i'm so sorry to try and take that away from yeah it's not like he has a whole bunch of drag race money to fall back on no not at all and and not let's not forget uh but i'm a cheerleader <laughs> money mm, yeah i would have much rather done but i'm a cheerleader than watch this movie we already did that one but, like, um, that was our first episode. We're going to go back to it eventually. We just needed, like, the same people we had, you know. I feel like I feel like that should be another one of those um, special occasion episodes where we have a whole bunch of people like we did with Rocky Horror. Well, don't... Because it's such a big one. Well, don't ruin the surprise. Um... <laughs> <laughs> No, it's like, literally, like, uh, Nico gets his own uh, human slave, um, and we get a bunch of more racist jokes. Oh, boy. It's so great. I, I, I will say, to this film's credit, at least they're more inclusive with the offensive racial racial stereotypes that they put into this one. I guess. Oh, Yeah. They really ran the gamut this time. They were like, how do we... We got Asian, we got Latino, we got uh, other... We, ha- we had the <laughs> black joke from RuPaul. Oh, yeah! I forgot about that. Can that I just sh- say... That was I shady. Just, can I just say... I know this is... I guess, like, kind of a minor thing, but the joke about Latinos and us having, like, really long names, it's, like, one of those microaggressions that I'm just so freaking tired of. Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, how is this necessary? I was just like, okay, haha, funny. Like, we he's get a it. one-off we character. Just names. give him a first name and get the fuck over yourself. right. Like, this is something that to this day, when I go to the bank, when I go, like, anywhere where I have to show my full name, it, every fucking time, it's like an interaction I have, where it's just like, oh, your name is so long, it must have taken you forever to learn to say it and spell it as a kid, and it's like, okay, thank you, yes, I'm Latina, we have a long names, let's get it over with, tell me the jokes, let's go, like, I don't know, I just found that particular part kind of annoying. <laughs> oh, I was also talking about Jasper uh, dressing up as a... Latina made uh, with the accent and everything. I think I might have zoned out during that part. I don't even remember that. (laughs) At one point, Jasper, in order to uh, put super glue into the lube, which I'll get... We'll we'll put a pin in that for just a second. Um, Goes into the room dressed as a Latina maid uh, with the heavy uh, Latina accent and everything. Um... And then tries to slip super glue uh, epoxy into their lube while Jared Griff and another guy are about to have a three-way. Um, 
Yeah, I totally I, zoned out and didn't catch if that my part. First, I'm trying if my to first three-way ended like that, like, I would be, like, scared of three-ways, too. Jesus. Well, don't worry, because guess what? <laughs> Epoxy doesn't work that way <laughs> at all. I believe, and don't quote me on this, but from what I know, it wouldn't have solidified in their anuses and dicks, and it most certainly would not have that quickly. If anything, like, the friction would have kept it from hardening <laughs> because it needs to just be, like, really static and uh, with the same sort of, like, atmosphere the entire time. Yeah. Otherwise, I guess it would this just, like, is, rub away. This is the first and last time I'm ever going to say this on a podcast. <laughs> this movie would really have benefited from a straight perspective. <laughs> Hold on one second. I made a take so hot that Amelia had to leave. <laughs> and, and while we're on the subject of things sticking, can we just, like, kind of talk about jokes in general for a second? Like, I feel the one thing the original got right uh, that you just don't is that you just don't do the same joke over and over again. You escalate the joke, you know, like joke version one is Andy is in love with his teacher. Joke version two is Andy has a chance to get with his teacher, but blows it by being socially awkward and saying the wrong things. Um, and joke V3 is Andy gets with his teacher only to learn that he's into hardcore BSM and he's a dom and knows all the things that Andy didn't even know existed and wants to do to him. You know, and, and by comparison, you have like joke version one crabs exist. Like, pull it out. Ew, gross. Joke V2 protagonists are giving crabs to sabotage them. Joke three. The protagonists give the antagonist crabs to sabotage them. There's just, I mean, there's variation in, in the use of them, but it's just, there's no real escalation to it. And that can be said for a lot of the jokes like Perez Hilton's whole Jesus thing, the Brady Bunch tiki jokes, and et cetera, et cetera. Why, why was Perez Hilton in this movie? What yeah, was, why is he in What there? was the point? Perez like, Hilton was He's was not a good guy. He's not TikTok. a good guy. Like, nothing about his appearance in this movie was remotely, like, pleasant. Like To quote TikTok, what was the reason? <laughs> because he was there big was at the time. None. There was none, except that he's part of the gay zeitgeist. And, like, I guess we have to own that for some, like... Because he's a shitty person, we have to own that. Would you rather have Milo Yiannopoulos in there? Oh God, no! <laughs> it's like, do you think Milo Yiannopoulos would have agreed to do this movie? Yes, honestly, <laughs> Mister, <laughs> I'm so ashamed of being both gay and married that I'm going to like ceremonially throw this diamond ring into the fucking ocean. I think. I think. Around the time this film was made, Milo Yiannopoulos would have absolutely sold out and done it. Yeah, probably. I don't think I don't think nowadays because they aren't even relevant nowadays. But neither is Paris Hilton, really. Yeah. Milo um, Yiannopoulos is a born again straight. I don't have time for him. Give him a few years, and then he'll be back to the to be back to ah, 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 ah you know. Milo Yiannopoulos will be whatever makes him the most money. That's really what his bottom line is. So what did y'all think of the product placement? Hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. You can tell how hilarious it is 
by the sound that my smile is making while I speak. Can you hear it? The sound of my big-ass smile? I love product placement. It's the best. It's wonderful. Well, then you should check out... out of place at all. You should check out Uncle Nato's lambskin condoms. Hey, does your boyfriend keep saying he's allergic to latex and can only do you bareback? Well, now you can try out Uncle Nato's lambskin uh, condoms. You ever want a condom? You ever want a condom that's dishwasher safe? Hey everyone, um, this is Uncle Nato. I just wanted to recall the lambskin condoms that I was just selling, because as it turns out, they aren't lambskin, um, they're human. Uh, we didn't know that at the time, we just... we I'm sure you didn't, Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> so, and also, like, weirdly carcinogenic. Like There's a reason they feel so much like your own skin. It's because <laughs> they're human skin. You ever want your boyfriend to say, it feels like you're wearing nothing at all? I was wondering why we got, like, the <laughs> thumbs up from Jeffrey Dahmer's ghost. Um. By the way, Tubi, if you're interested, we're still looking for a sponsor. <laughs> you can find us at Gay Ecopod on Facebook and Twitter. That's uh, <laughs> Let us know on Facebook or Twitter if your dick has fallen off yet. And we're just having all. I, and by we, I mean me. I'm just doing all these like horrible jokes this season. I'm gonna be like can, fired from my own podcast. Um, can you tell that we're like actively trying not to discuss this movie? I mean, we already kind of did. There, what what else is there to discuss about it? Do you want? Do you want to go into the characters? Do you want to talk about the dream sequence, which includes a callback to Rodzilla and a golden shower musical number? No. No. I'm fine without the golden shower musical number. Not saying that it's bad. If that's your thing, cool. But, like, it's not my thing. I would just like to say this for the record. If you are going to do a musical number about golden showers, do it good. <laughs> like, Am I the only one who's disappointed that Nico never jumped into the swimming pool? That's probably his contract. <laughs> Not to do that. <laughs> but you know also, what? why does Nico sleep like he's in a fucking crypt? <laughs> He really does. He sleeps like a vampire. I don't know. I'm really pulling for straws here. Like Nico gave me Johnny Weir vibes, and that's not a great thing. It, it felt like they they kept the actor for Nico with. It's kind of like the Saw thing. Not that you know. So so in Saw, they kept the actress. I forget her name from Saw One, the one that they shot the scenes with her in uh, uh, the the Reverse Bear Trap, right? So, because she, she was like, she was like really sick at the time. She had like pneumonia and crap, but she like did it anyway on the promise they would give her like a bigger part in the sequel, which they did, uh, and it was fantastic. Uh, and like, or the series, I should say, and it was fantastic. Uh, it felt like they were they went to the actor for Nico and basically told him if you stay on. Uh, we'll give you uh, 
better, you know, a a better storyline to follow. And to be Do fair, you think they could have. No, go sorry. Finish. I mean, to be fair, his is the most memorable out of all of them. He's he does the most in the movie. Do you think that they could have made this movie? If they had had to replace all four of the main characters. Mm-hmm. And it's called Eating Out 3. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you could absolutely do, like, a, a new movie with replacing them. Like, gay movies do it all the time. Um, especially, like, low-budget, like, like duquels and stuff like that. That have, that can't, that, like, they're, uh their actors just go on to do other things or don't want to do the sequel. Vampire Boys 2 is the same way with no one really coming back from the first movie. Um, By the way, stay tuned for Vampire Boys 2. We will definitely cover. So it's not it's not unheard of uh, in, in like sort of like the gay cinematic universe. Uh, but I don't know. I don't. I think Nico was better cast in this movie than in the first one. And I... Honestly, think that uh, Griffin Jared are better in this one than they were. I like in the, first. the first Jason Biggs better. Yeah, I agree. Like th- the Jason Biggs in this movie had like way too much like manic sex fiend energy. I was like, calm, calm down, child. Like you're on a sex vacation. You're not like. You're not, like, looking for a young gay to devour. You're just looking for sex. Calm down a bit. I mean, I I get his whole thing was, like, you know, in the first movie, he was the one who was um, kind of the king of sex, or the king of bottoming, at least, by um, kind of default (laughs) out of the group. In this one, like, I got what they were going for with him, like, you know, his horny side versus falling in love with someone and having to decide uh whether he's going to kind of settle down with them i just think it wasn't really handled that well like i think they could have had way more of him actually like make him like the the leader of the pack when it comes to the miss uh gaze gone wild thing as far as like most guys slept with and then have him have to decide if he's going to lose that title uh for for the guy or not you know mm-hmm. that would have been really interesting but instead we just got i guess a last minute like uh i get i like the idea of nico's conclusion minus the human slave uh, I don't like having to say human slave. Yeah, it's kind of weird, right? Like, you have the most sex this entire week, so as a reward, we're going to gift you someone who we have forbidden from having sex for the entire week just so he could be yours exclusively. So weird. So had the series continued, where do you think it would have gone next? You know, as far as like plot, straight to DVD. <laughs> That's Space. <not> a... <laughs> you Space. know what I meant. <laughs> you know what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
to the one place where no gay has ever been before. <laughs> Space. <laughs> I'm sorry, I know that's not true. That's act. That's a lie. <laughs> they wouldn't have had the budget for it, or to, or it would have just ended up like a Wood Rocket porn parody. No, yeah, I agree with Amelia. Straight to DVD sounds right. I mean, what is what is there after Florida spring break? Like winter break in the mountains, they get like snowed in and have to choose who get, they have who gets eaten so they can survive. I think given given how the movies in the 2000s went, honestly, they would have had the Florida spring break. The next movie would have been some kind of like a frat house party movie. What was the third animal uh, crossing? Pie. Um, the third American Pie is where they get married. So I think that would have been the fourth in this series. Okay, and the second one was them coming back after college, and Griff and Jared are and the third one, broken up. Yeah, and then I think the fourth one is an American reunion, and then there were all these like straight to DVD sequels in between. Yeah, I think the third one will probably have like. The, like, the Jared Griff, like, actively trying to make a throuple work subplot. Just so that there's, like, a little bit of continuity between movies. Although, everybody is going to be recast again. Yeah. Right, I think that would be a standard across all the movies. But they're doing it in, like, that creepy way where it's, like... Two gay guys looking for a third. <laughs> We're looking for our special unicorn. Are you the one? Like, yeah. even saying that out loud made me barf a little bit. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, let's just go on and uh, sum this up and then never talk about it again then. Uh, it's a Hooray! Amelia, did this movie make you want to eating out open weekend or just go to a swingers party in New Jersey with your dad? I I would much rather watch eating out the open weekend any day rather than watch this. Ro, did this movie make you want to see a golden age musical about golden showers or cry in the shower? Uh, jokes on you, Nato. I already cried in the shower. <laughs> So I think if you are a fan of another gay movie, like, leave it at that. Like, the first movie was enough. This was unnecessary. They should have called this Enough Gay Movie. Enough Gay Movie. (laughs) No more gay movie, they said on the Gay Movie podcast. No more gay movie. (laughs) Anyway, that's what we think, but if you've ever seen this movie or end up watching it later, we'd love to hear your thoughts and your experience with it. You can find us online on Facebook and Twitter at GayAcapod, that's G-A-Y-E-C-A-P-O-D. While you're there, why not suggest a movie for us to watch in the future? We're always looking for new suggestions, and we can't wait to experience more movies with you. I'm Neil Kitch, and with all these stereotypes, you have to be surprised. There are no French tweaks in this one. Oh, God. Please stop. (laughs) 